Movies, shows, video games, books, whatever your interests may be, we all find ourselves escaping to some fictional world at one point or another. Here on this podcast, I want to dive into these vast worlds, explore what makes them unique, and find out what goes into crafting such a place. I'm Jacob, and you're listening to Fictional Deep Dive. Welcome back to another episode of Fictional Deep Dive. As I mentioned in the last episode, we'll be switching it up today as we take a break from looking at specific pieces of fiction. Instead, we'll look at the writing process and what tips and tricks there are for aspiring authors from the perspective of a published author and creative writing professor, Dr. Julie Drew. So, before we begin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, Well, hi, and thanks for having me on today. Uh, I am, as you said, an English professor. I've been at the University of Akron since 1997, um, which seems a little crazy, but true. Um, I have published four novels to date, and I have a fifth one that is out on submission to a variety of publishers via my literary agent. Um, And I've been teaching creative writing here for a about eight to ten years. Um, My work is primarily in the young adult fiction genre or market actually is a little bit more um, accurate and I also have one novel that's historical fiction. Uh, So that's pretty much what I do. Um, I worked with two partners um, a few years ago on an original fiction podcast for middle school age kids and uh, that was called Akron Adventures. All right so I guess we'll jump right into some of the questions I have then. Uh, To begin I guess I want to know a little bit about when you really began looking at writing fictional stories as something you like wanted to do as a career in life. Well, it's a good question. Um, I'm not sure I can answer it exactly because I kind of came to it sideways a little bit. Um, So I was writing in high school um, off and on various little creative pieces. Um, And when I was doing my undergraduate degree at my university, uh, they actually had a an English bachelor's degree uh, with a focus on fiction writing, and I did that. Uh, however, I also was a single mom with two little kids, and, uh, you know, earning a living was a very real wolf at the door, so yeah. um, I decided to uh, major in uh, business and when I got the uh, when I got my first statistics class uh, in the same semester as my first Shakespeare class I switched to an English major and uh, I just didn't stop I went through immediately into my master's program uh, which was mainly focused on Victorian lit and uh, and then into a PhD which was rhetoric and composition and theory, uh, aiming to get a teaching gig mm-hmm. and uh, support myself and my family that way, and, and it worked. 
Yeah. And uh, it was about 10 years into uh, being a professor uh, after I was tenured because I had to do a lot of research writing and publication in scholarly areas mm-hmm. for my job. Um, so about 10 years into it, I, uh, I decided I was ready to make the move to creative writing. And, uh, and I did. Yeah, I, I had a little bit of a similar thing, actually. I was a computer science major for my first two semesters here. Oh. With, like, I knew that I liked creative writing, but I don't know, I just never really went for it. I don't know, last year something just clicked. I just decided, you know what, it's time. I need to start actually doing what I wanted to do. So uh, when writing, what is your approach? Like, do you uh, tend to give more time to the characters or the world building? Because... That is something that I've touched on a little bit in my previous episodes, definitely trying to look into like what makes good character development, what makes like really good world building, what are some of those tips and tricks? Mm. Um, Wow. Yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say that I, I can't really answer that question out of the context of a particular project because Mm -hmm. the answers might be very different depending on what I'm working on. Um, for me, there's a kernel of an idea, and that can come from anywhere. And if I have a plan for how to, you know, sort of generate ideas, it's really just to make sure that I am always pushing against my comfort zone and habits of where I go, what I read, what I listen to. Um, and try to sort of get out there for new experiences and observing new kinds of things and people and places. And if you're just sort of open that way, at least in my experience, uh, some small thing will spark an idea and you get your teeth in it and you go from there. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Uh, I mean, I kind of have a similar thing with my writing, too, where it's that, you know, I I definitely like to take some, uh, inspiration from a lot of the things I already like and use those. But when I do that, I sometimes find myself just writing like the same story over mm. and over again. Yeah. And I, you know, have to tell myself that I have to look in new places right. to do all that. And you had mentioned that it depends on the type of uh, writing that you're doing, like, you know all that. So I wanted to ask, uh, what are some particular pieces of fiction just right off the top of your head that you hold as great examples mm. of either world building, world building or character development, either one? Could be a book, movie, show, or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I would say world building, um, you know, science fiction and fantasy. I I really like speculative fiction. So, you know, sci-fi, fantasy, horror. Um, I'm not a huge horror fan myself, um, although I can appreciate it. Uh, But authors like, um, gosh, um, N.K. Jemisin, um, the fifth season uh, series that she wrote, uh, that's fairly recent. And she, of course, swept the Nebula and Hugo Awards, uh, each of the volumes in her trilogy won both. Uh, And that's never happened before. I've never experienced such incredible world building. Um, If you get an opportunity, she was interviewed actually on NPR recently, or at least the interview aired recently. Um, I would look for it if you're interested in writing and world building 
<clears throat> and science fiction. Uh, it's a fantastic interview. It's an amazing story, and um, you know, it's set in a place and with you know, kind of boundaries and rules that I've never seen before. Um, and she deepens that by doing some really unusual and creative things with point of view. Uh, it's, it moves all over the place, um, you know, pa and also past tense into present tense into future tense. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy good. Um, yeah, so that's an amazing, um, uh, thing that I would point folks to, uh, in terms of thinking about world building. I've also read a number of uh, both standalone and series in the young adult marketing category in fantasy genre <clears throat> that I think uh, achieve some pretty phenomenal world building. Um, Daughter of Smoke and Bone is a trilogy. Uh, the trilogy Pure, uh, which is also the title of the first volume in that series uh, by Juliana Baggett. Uh, B-A-G-G-O-T-T, -T, also amazing. Um, Post-apocalyptic, which is not unusual in YA, but this particular series is very unusual. Uh, and she's actually a poet, a very accomplished poet, and so you can sort of see that in terms of beauty of language and uh, the sort of literariness of what she does and that really adds to the experience as well all right nice nice uh running just a little bit short on time here so i wanted to switch it up just a little bit about uh as a professor uh you see a lot of you know a professor in creative writing you see a lot of aspiring authors people who maybe just take the class because they have to maybe a lot of them definitely hopefully are actually interested. I wanted to know just a little bit about what are some common mistakes that you see most often in fiction writing in particular? Uh, I would say that, well, first of all, um, creative writing classes um, are, are almost exclusively populated by students who have very much chosen to take the class yeah. which is really nice for the teacher me being one of them yeah i yeah. i love that that's one of the things i love everybody really is interested in being there so that's yeah. great a great experience um i guess i would say that um feeling like inspiration is the most important thing rather than hard work is I wouldn't I won't say it's not true but I will say that it's a way to sort of unintentionally shoot yourself in the foot to focus on being inspired and having that inspiration that you feel come out on the page in some sort of perfect form rather than focusing on ideas generating money ideas um, and practicing your craft, uh, the hard work of sitting in the chair and writing every day or as close to that as you can get, which is a lot more mundane and uninteresting um, than the sort of soaring ideal of the inspired genius who sits down and crafts something for the ages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
because that's a pretty big thing to live up to, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, we all sure. fall short of that. So, you know, to focus instead on the hard work uh, is a way to increasingly improve and to come to it with enthusiasm rather than dread. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically out of time here for any more huge questions. And I do have one more, and it is pretty big. I just kind of wanted to see if there was a maybe shortened summary version. But uh, you are a published author with works such as the Tesla Effect trilogy, uh, Daughter of Providence. Uh, In a brief summary, just what is that like? Because you already said that you're actually in the process uh, of being published right now for a new novel. Yeah. Do you mean what is it like to have published a uh, novel? Yeah, sure. Let's uh, let's actually go with that. I find that to be a little more interesting. Um, well, it's. Um, I would say that it is probably what everyone would hope that it is. Yeah. It, it, you know, who's sort of aspiring to publish a novel, mm-hmm. and that is primarily for me um, a kind of validation outside of myself and my family um, that says, yeah, this is worth reading. And it gives me the motivation and the confidence to keep going and to hopefully improve with the next project. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's something that I'm definitely interested in, but I don't know if I'm ready to take that leap yet. But uh, that about wraps it up for today's episode. I'd like to thank you for coming on. It's been really fun. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, if you're interested, you could check out Dr. Drew's novels, which will be linked in the episode description, as well as some of the things we talked about in in today's episode. And if you happen to be a student at the University of Akron, don't forget to uh, check out Dr. Drew's creative writing classes for all those aspiring authors out there. In the next episode, we'll look at the Star Wars series Andor, which just finished up its first season. I'm Jacob, and Dr. Drew is here with me. Thanks for listening to another episode of Fictional Deep Dive.